Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The horses are on the track. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin. Yes, welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I, Alyssa Smith, bringing you the latest in racing Queensland news. It has been a big week. I say that every week, don't I, Sam? <laughs> uh, uh, just, uh, uh, Sam, you have been busier than ever, though. Ten days straight of racing. Yes, so by the time I pack my race bag up on Saturday evening, um, I will have done, yeah, pretty much ten days straight, which is good for the bank balance. And considering I was suspended a few weeks ago, yeah. I had some time off. I desperately am in need of the funds because I have a very lavish lifestyle I like to live. <laughs> so in order to live that, I need to earn some money. So it's been really good. Um, obviously, there's been some you know good success amongst that. And uh, with a few more days to come, hopefully there's a, a few more winners all around it. Ten days straight. How do you manage that? Because being a jockey, we talk about this quite often. It is so demanding, not just on the body, but also mentally as well and emotionally too. How how do you maintain a certain level, a certain standard? Because after 10 days of performing at your peak, surely you would be drained, you would be tired, you'd be exhausted. Yeah. What's the secret? I think, like, I always say to people that the, the easiest part is actually getting to the races on race day. Like, most of your hard work um, is done beforehand. So all of your, you know, for, like sitting there doing form, trying to do your speed maps, um, pretty much filling your head with as much information as how uh, each race is going to go so you can therefore, uh, you know, ride your horse, you know, as well as you can to give it every opportunity. So, and like you say, depending on how far I've travelled to in a day, so obviously some, you know, some days, uh, say like tomorrow, Eagle Farm, it's only five minutes down the road, so it's easier to get in the car and go home and it's not as hard to unwind as, Say when I'm getting home, like tonight from Caloundra, when mm-hmm. I'm getting home at sort of nine, ten, probably closer to eleven thirty. Um, and then you have to back that up. Yeah, and because I sort of, I sort of only ride work at Eagle Farm early on a Tuesday and a Saturday morning, and then occasionally midweek. So I'm not getting up early every single morning. So I really try when I'm busy, you know, day in day out at the races and trials. Really try and make sure that my downtime. You know, I utilize it well, so lots of rest, eating well, mm. so then it makes the next day easier, etc. Talking about the 10 days, let's start from where we left off last week on Friday. You've had some winners during this time as well, which is very exciting. Uh, last Friday, you're at the sunny coast. Um, Eagle Farm on the Saturday, was that right? Yes. Yeah. And speaking of that that is where well the sunny coast you had a winner there didn't you you had um Oberoi princess by chris Montz, the yes, trainer yes Oberoi princess so it was a bit of an interesting day as we know with school holidays um yeah. the traffic heading up to caloundra on a friday night is notoriously bad um i had left with plenty of time which is you know quite uncommon for me normally <laughs> i like to leave things to the last minute but i was like i'm going to be organized today <laughs> so i got in my car and it took me about 2 hours and 45 minutes to drive from brisbane to Caloundra, which is normally like a 50-minute, 55-minute drive. So it was manic. So 
there was unfortunately for a few connections um, of the horses in Oboy Princess's race, um, I believe the second favourite, you know, wasn't there on course. The horse wasn't there with enough time. Um, obviously, when horses are sort of, they need to be about an hour on course before the race, yeah. um, like ourselves as jockeys. If we cut it too fine, obviously, it's a lot of stress on the horse to be in the float, travelling for a long time, and then, you know, to be at the race course with a, a short period and then expect it to run well. So, um, unfortunately for the connections, I think it was a whiskey dancer um, of Steve O'Day's and Matt Hoisted's. It was a late scratching, which worked out better for me because mm. um, it was one less, you know, opposition to, to get past with Oberoi, but it just meant she came into a very, very short favourite. And she jumped well. I was able to get a really nice run just in behind the leader. And pretty much the whole out the straight, I felt like I was on the winner. There was a couple of nervous moments, probably about 50 metres off the post, where she's sort of got a head half in front of the leading horse and, and just went to clock off her work, which can happen, especially when horses are racing under lights. There's yeah, a lot right. more for them to look at. Obviously, horses don't know. They get distracted. The, yeah, horses don't know where the winning post is. Well, they do, you know, if they're experienced enough, but a young horse that, you know, they're responding to your urgings. So she just sort of clocked off a bit and I thought, oh, no, <laughs> the inside horse is going to kick back. But she put her head, stuck her head back out when I was, you know, kept riding her along and managed to get the job done. So... It was a good result for me, um, but yeah, it was just the traffic played havoc with a few people on Friday. It was absolute madness. Isn't it funny because normally when school holidays is on, the traffic's really good in the city, but heading to holiday <laughs> destinations, it yeah. is not, is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone in the racing industry curses the um, the school holidays. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, it makes things a lot more tedious if you're travelling. Oh, absolutely. Uh, on the Saturday, uh, you're at Eagle Farm. You had another winner, Mashani Lily. By Les Ross. Yeah, so um, Les is obviously very notorious for having a lot of two-year-olds, very early two-year-olds in these races. Yeah. And to be fair, I think our early two-year-old races would struggle to stand up without his support and his um, owner, Mike Crookshanks, I believe his name is. I can't quote me on that. But they do a fantastic job in preparing these horses for these early races. That It does sometimes come at a little bit of a cost because, um, as we know from a riding perspective, you know, two-year-olds, especially in these early few months of the season, they're very, very new, very green. You get some that are complete naturals. Mm. You know, I suppose when you see kids that are out like on a ski field and they just look like they've been skiing their whole life or something along those lines, you do get some early horses that are mentally there as well as physically there. It's very hard to get the two together, uh, especially in the early stages. But, I mean, Les had, you know, he has the monopoly in these two-year-old races and I was very fortunate um, that my little filly, she drawn the outside barrier, which it's very is nice. which is not normally great. It's I did see the barrier jaws and thought this is going to be an absolute nightmare because it's a very short run to the first corner from that thousand meter start, and if you get stuck out wide, um, you're on a really young and experienced horse. Quite often they want to ra- run away from the horses to their inside, which means then you're covering extra ground. They're not focused. You know, it just leads for a lot more things to go wrong, but. She showed extreme gate speed and I was able just to shoot across the front of the face of the field without causing any interference and get her to the running rail where it sort of just gave her a guidance. But she was left alone the whole way up the straight, which is extremely daunting for her, for any horse, let alone a very young two-year-old, and there's a lot to look at. The whole way up the straight, I could feel her having a really good look around. So I was mm-hmm. just trying to nurse her and get the best out of her, you know, and keep her concentrating at the same time. And she managed to hang on in the shadows of the post. There was a late lunch by one of Liam Birchies, which, you know, straight after the post probably has me beaten. But 
I mean, she did enough and she did a great job. And I think she's a filly that will go on with it. Um, well, I was about to ask that because it, coming first at such a young age, that's got to be a massive achievement. And it's got to be a real confidence boost for Liz. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, he, he has a fairly large task in front of him when he's got um, the amount of young horses he has coming through the system and he likes to get them up and get them going early. So then he's got to sort of sort through, right, well, which horses are ready to go from a trial to a race um, to be under a little bit more pressure or which ones he has to wait and then find another race for in another few weeks. Mm. Um, he obviously has to look at the programming too because the end goal for most of these two-year-olds is, is the millions race, obviously, at the start yes. of the year. So how many runs do you give these babies before that race or what ones do you think are going to get there? So there's a lot to, that goes into it, you know. Um, I think this little filly, she's got heaps of early, like early gate speed, which it really does help in these two-year-old races if, you know, they've got good speed, they can put themselves right on the bunny and and also sprint twice, which is an absolute – it makes my job very easy. <laughs> so, I mean, again, on Saturday – um, Liz has got you know, a handful of horses in. So you just, when you're riding for him like that, it always gives you plenty of confidence because you know he's had to go through that system and sort mm. out what ones are ready and what ones aren't. So how do you educate a horse at such a young age and also as a jockey, how do you handle them? Yeah, the, it is definitely, I would say, an art to riding two-year-olds, especially early season two-year-olds because um, like we've got to remember too, technically the start of the foaling season or horses are technically one on the 1st of August, which is not the case, obviously. Like, there'll be not every single horse in Australia is born on the 1st of <laughs> August, but they have a, you know, a cut-off point to when the, I don't know, just when their breeding season starts. So there, I would say that nine times out of ten, a lot of these horses that are racing, so we've got August, September, October, even into November, there's a few of them that may still only technically not be two. So it's quite mm. a big ask for them to be physically mature enough to race because it's, um, a lot of their joints are still developing and things like that. Quite often, two-year-olds will go shin sore, which is probably your most common um, common reason for, you know, maybe two-year-olds not getting to the races, just going through those growing pains. Is that kind of like being a runner and getting shin splints? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. in all seriousness yep. and getting like, you know, the lumps on your on your bones and, and not being able to um, perform at your peak. Pretty much. Obviously, mm. like it's high impact, you know, they're putting a lot of pressure on their legs. When horses are galloping at full speed, they pretty much just have like one leg on the on the ground at, at any given time, you know. So you think this half ton horse oh. is putting a lot of pressure on one leg at a time. So, I mean... Horses that aren't physically mature enough, they are more susceptible to having, you know, shin soreness, muscle soreness, especially if they're young and they're still growing and maturing. I guess it's like a, you know, a kid and then that's up to the trainer to assess, all right, well, this horse is either, you know, it's not feeling right. It's track work right. I might say it's feeling a bit shin sore. So they've got to constantly monitor um, the horse's overall condition to make sure, you know, these things don't get missed. And so they go, all right, this horse is, needs a little bit of a break have some time out so then it can grow and mature properly and then they start again next preparation right so <laughs> so you've got a few a few young young ones coming up this weekend too don't you yeah i do i'm riding uh i've got a two-year-old to ride for um chris months actually she's drawn a very wide barrier too which is not ideal but hopefully if we can uh do a repeat of last weekend, I'll be a very happy camper. <laughs> that would be nice, <laughs> wouldn't it? An yeah. Another winner to add to your list. Yeah. Uh, just heading to 2,000, hey? 2,000 yeah. winners to your belt. I've just got to get more than mum and I'll be happy. Well, speaking of your mum as well, I just want to ask you quickly, um, 
you, your mum has moved from NZ over here and she's been loving it. She loves the weather. However, this is the first time you've had to race against her here on your home turf now. I know. She had a bit of a delayed introduction to racing last week when she was meant to have her first ride here. She's ridden winners in Australia before, mm. but obviously this time around it's on a well, permanent basis. And you're living here. Yes. And, and you're racing here. Yeah. This is your home turf I know. This We've is claimed you. <laughs> turf, turf wars. Um, so she was meant to ride at Kilcoy last weekend and, uh, sorry, last week with in the weather just played havoc with the sort of second half of the meeting, so yeah. her race didn't go ahead. So she had a ride at Ipswich. Um, I rode against her on Wednesday, and then obviously yesterday at Gatton too, she had a couple of rides. So she's keeping me on my toes, but it's so nice to have her around. But in the same instance, it's um, there's no love lost out there. Well, what's yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, what's the banter like? Are there text messages exchanged? Are there phone calls? How does it work? <laughs> well, I took mum to the races because um, she's still trying to find her bearings with driving around the city. You know what mm-hmm. these older generations like? They struggle with um, I hope she's Google not Maps. Listening, <laughs> I hope she's not we love you, mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I gave her a lift. She's obviously staying up at Caloundra, so she drove as far as Brisbane, and I took her to Ipswich on Wednesday. And I was having a bit of a banter with her about the track and and how the track rides, because obviously I'm the self-proclaimed queen of Ipswich. Well, we know you, yeah. you are the queen of Ipswich, <laughs> aren't you? you so are. I was giving her some tips on that, but um, yeah, she's she seems to have been settling in really well, and it is so fantastic to have her in the jocks room. And just like for me, on a personal uh, note, like having her here has just made my life so much better. You know, because I mean, having family in another country, I mean, it's not far away, but it's still mm-hmm. nice to just be able to say, "I'm just going to come and see you and just, just hang out." Yeah, yeah. Who beat who? Yes, so um, I beat Mum home at Ipswich, mm-hmm. so which is good. But um, yeah, well, Gatton was a whole different story. But I'm pretty excited to keep going and and watch the success that she has here too. And while she's enjoying it and loving the sunshine, and um, that's all you want. That's your pretty family, cool. Isn't it? You just want yeah. your family to enjoy their life. It's it's a pretty cool story, isn't it? When you get to work alongside <laughs> your parents and race against them, yeah. oh, I could not imagine that. I could not imagine that. Well, Sam, thanks for um, thanks for sharing that. I, I can't wait to see you guys go head to head and actually have a, you know, a full on. Um, race and a bit of banter with each other once she does Ooh, settle in. It's it'll happen. Great. <laughs> uh, well, stick with us coming up after the break. We'll have the latest in racing Queensland news. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin on SEN Track. Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop. It is great to have you with us as we talk horse racing. Sam, you are about to finish 10 days straight of racing this week. Yeehaw. How exciting. (laughs) What are you most looking forward to? Having a sleep in on Sunday. You get a sleep in on Sunday. <laughs> Mind you, I can't say that because I feel like I do have a few sleep ins, but I'm actually excited to go and hit the golf ball around because I've been neglecting my golf game, which mm-hmm. is fine because it's obviously not my main source of income. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, just to get out in the fresh air and just have a Sunday off for a change. It'll be absolutely glorious. What's a Sunday? What's a sleep in for you? 5 a.m.? Yeah, well, listen, I do get pretty restless. As I, the cat does wake me up at about. 
five o'clock. Sometimes earlier than that. Like knew five, it. Yeah. I knew it. You jockeys, you get up so early. I know. I know. I can't help myself. But sometimes if I'm like, okay, I've gotten up too early, I'll go and have a cup of tea and then I'll go back to bed and read some of my book like the little old lady I am. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, I hope you enjoy your Sunday. Uh, racing this afternoon is at Townsville and the Sunny Coast. Yes. And then tomorrow at Eagle Farm, Aklas Park, Gold Coast, Polytrack, Toowoomba. We've got a night meet there in the country. Gordonvale, Eadsvoid, Dalby, Dolby, and um, Richmond as well. And then on Sunday, you'll be sleeping in, but yes. racing does continue at Rockhampton. Yes, I know. I won't know what to do with myself, but hopefully I'm, um, you know, enjoying a sleep and after a back of a successful Saturday. I have some really nice rides actually on Saturday. I'm Really looking forward to being back on Red Defcon of Matthew Crop. She's a filly I've had an association with um, before. Um, she won a couple of starts back and, and ran a super race in the Toowoomba Guineas last start. So I think she's definitely my best ride on paper. And also Tappy's Lad, who's a horse that I ran third on in the Caloundra Cup last preparation. He's second up this prep. Um, his first start run was probably just a bit of a leg stretcher for him. And he's back up to a trip that will suit him. The 2,400 metres is right up his alley. And for barrier four as well. Yeah, he's probably one of these horses that can't really utilise a good barrier draw because he doesn't have a lot of natural gate speed. So, I mean, we just have to negotiate that as we go. You've got, you're riding for several trainers on the weekend, aren't you? You've got a good mix there. I'm sharing myself around. You are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the more the merrier, hey. Yep. Why not go out with a bang? Far out, you've got a fair few rides uh, at Eagle Farm on Sunday, yes, don't you? Yes, money makes the world go around. Hey, it sure does, and it makes Sam's uh, Lux life even happier. Yeah, I might be able to buy a new set of fancy golf clubs. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Sam, all the best of luck this weekend. Thanks for tuning in to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Call at night. Queensland is racing. The action continues across the week. Across the Sunshine State, you can visit racingqueensland.com.au. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.